down with the Take it back. Please forget it. Take it back. Take it all the way back. Take it back. To a simple time. To that. To that old school New York. 90 fucking 95. Just. That. That real. What a good year. What a good year. 1995. When remixes started. So look. Niggas hate on Puff. But Puff, Puff made the remix. remixes yeah. to Word up, just no put getting every hot nigga in the industry on the song and just saying, look, y'all all killed this shit. Yo, um, this song is one of the first ones that really, that really popped up. It launched Buster's solo career. Because he had, you know, he had, of course he had those, you know, the new school or whatever, and he was kind of, but this is like when he first transitioned to being solo, he was kind of in between. And he started doing a bunch of features. It was one of those ones that was like, alright, this nigga's gonna be a problem. And he was the only animated, only animated person in the whole song. Everybody was just rapping. Bus is just out here being a cartoon. Back in 95. Little skinny butts at that point. Hey, young, uh, young butt. No, we young, um, what's his name? Um, we got Rampage, Buster, right. Young Irv Gotti in the video. Yeah, Gotti in there. The young, fresh face Irv Gotti. Yeah, with the Death Soul shirt on. That was Rampage. I ain't seen that nigga in forever. Anybody heard from that nigga Rampage in forever? Uh, all right, all right, all right. We all end up playing the whole song. Right. We got a lot of shit to get to. It's been a minute, so we got a lot of catch on point. But I'm going to intro this bitch like we're supposed to. So as always, as always, I am Will K. The King. And this is the Down With The King podcast. I have no idea which episode number it is because I am not prepared. We're we going to figure this out. We'll figure it out. I don't remember because I'm that nigga. And alongside um, C. Wade, nigga. Oh, yeah. And alongside C. Wade, old missing an action ass, nigga. I'm back, though. Yeah. Better uh-huh. than ever. Face the facts. And then he going to be gone for another two months because he be married and shit. And married like taking his life. Time not married. You can't prove it if you ain't wrong. Sorry. <laughs> I can't prove it. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. I, can. I, I can though. Nope. Mm-mm. I, I can nope. though. Mm-mm. No. You're married. No, I'm not. You're married. Also, it is episode 28, by the way. Ah. 28. 28. Two, two episodes from 30. That's a grown ass man. Getting up there in age, man. Getting up there in age. Hey, you gotta get a second job at 28, don't you? I don't know about that. I've never had a second. Well, I didn't have a second job. I've been older because I've had a job that actually pays all my bills. 
So <laughs> hey, I mean, I have a career. One. So yeah, it's that. Get another one that can make you more money. Though. Nah, I ain't got time for that. When you have a career, it's hard to work two jobs unless you just have no life. Uh, it's just, like you have to get up your weekends or your nights. Who fucking does that? <laughs> oh, um, well, people that work two jobs, I guess. <laughs> yeah, okay. I got that problem. So whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So what's what's on your mind this time? Shit. Um, what's, what's, on, what's on the Well, first of all, what's going on with you? With your old missing the national ass? You know, how's uh, it there being a family man? Uh, We're going to start playing the family guy theme as Chris's intro. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, I hate you. Scum. Anyway, um, non married life. <laughs> not married. It's hitched. No, I'm not. I'm not hitched at all. Other than that, um, we good. We good. We just uh, we just out here trying to live, man. The power is out here, just trying to stay afloat. Yeah. Shout out to I'm Ray so Ross. proud of you. He's, Chris has matured so much. He's married now and he's living the family life. I'm so proud of him. I envy Chris. No, you don't. I envy him. No, you don't. Oh, so ain't shit been up with me. Work. You know, same old, same old. This this pretty much up with me, just work. Um, work, watching shit. Um, mm-hmm. some of these topics I got listed here are a little older, so I'm probably gonna get visit those as we get later on to the podcast. I want to kind of start from the most recent shit that's been going on. Mm. So, I didn't put it on here. Well, first and foremost. Um, only because you know he's one of my people I look up to in this in this in in, in industry in general and music and everything. Um, and niggas will say I'm, I'm I'm dick riding, but I don't fucking care. Um, have a get a shout out to Hove, first yes. hip hop billionaire. Billionaire, yes. That's why um, he called him the goat. Put some respect on this man's name. Um, as he said in the song, we're going to reach you Billy first. And he did that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of people out there talking shit. Oh, no, Dre was first. I said, no, Dre wasn't because nah. he, he announced that shit. And then it came out that no, he did not. Because remember, he only owed, he only owned 30% <laughs> of, of, Apple, right? of, no, of Beats. Oh, so, yeah, so he didn't, he, so it only equated to, it put him in about seven to 800 mil. He wasn't at a bill. Meanwhile. But Hove. But Hove. Is at a bill. Oh, but Hove. Oh, he's at a bill. Oh. And then when they saw the breakdown of everything, um, his his assets, his uh, his cash is like three ten. Mm. Um, title was a hundred mil. Well, title was seventy five mil. Um, do say was a hundred mil. Mm. Like everything was about around a hundred mil for everything he he owns or has. Art collection was seventy five mil. Like. Just ridiculous. He got receipts. Just ridiculous. But shouts to Hove. Um, and that's and people people focus on the money, but it's not about just the money. It's about the fact that he's somebody who was like us. He came up from the like the, the, he came, he the came gutter. From the soil. He came from the gutter, and you know Marcy Projects. And if you ain't never been in Marcy Projects and seen them, like it, look, it probably looked nicer now than it was back then. But that shit still ain't shit ain't yeah. Because you're the that shit you, still ain't sweet. Because you're the New York connoisseur between us like two. Marcy Projects is not. Like niggas don't make it out of there. It's no different than our old projects when we was growing up. This shit is all built over now. But mm. back in the day, my grandma used to live in the projects. I know how that shit was. Mm-mm. You don't make it that. You don't niggas don't make it out the projects. Typically, you just not. That's not. It's not meant for that. The housing project is meant for you to stay there. It's not meant for you to get out. Right. 
So for him as a as a as a young black man who started out selling drugs and you know he did his dirt. He did what he had um, to. But he he turned his life around and he started with the music shit and and people forget he never planned on doing his music shit for too long. He wanted to make one album and retire. That was his, always his plan. And it was the third, one with uh, Hawaiian selfie, wasn't it? No, his reasonable doubt was supposed to be a one thing. He only made reasonable doubt for his friends. Reasonable doubt was supposed to be his only album. He was supposed to make that one album and didn't retire. <laughs> okay. He never wanted to. Um, he he never expected to have a long ass rap career. That was never his plan. Shit, it took him forever just to even get anybody to put it and uh, listen to him. And then get turned away so many times from art from record labels. True. Um True. and shit, and then priority finally um like let him release it. But that was only after that. That ain't no nigga took off. Mm-hmm. That really was one the catalyst for it. Where it's like, oh, we can let this nigga because that song took off on that soundtrack. Um, Nutty um, professor. For professor, right? Yeah. So, like that, you know, it was a lot of things going to him. He released his first out al- first album until he's twenty six years old. So, like, it's, it's a lot of things where he came up and he went against the odds and 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 told and people told him no enough times that he said, okay, we do this shit ourselves. And he did, and so you gotta you gotta respect that shit. And that goes to show you that it is never too late to start a legacy, right? It's never too late. Age, I hate to sound like Aaliyah and R. Kelly, but age ain't number the number. It was not. Oh, right. Yeah, don't mention his name. Oh, sorry. You know what I'm we we don't mention Robert over around here no more. <sighs> um, Robert. By the way, he's getting locked up again. Thank God. Oh, um, you, I just right. ask it out. Um, Robert. Well, you can always get on bail if you find somebody to pay for it. I don't mean, he's gonna get off as different. Robert. Um. So I guess so. I want to start on a positive note because yes, the next, please do. The next top topic is going to be a little a little emotional. Um, but like I said, you know, shouts to Hove. That's a huge accomplishment, and it just shows you what you can do. You know, like he wasn't, he didn't go to school and learn his shit. He didn't like go to business school. He he ain't got no degrees and shit like that. But he was intelligent enough to know what he didn't know. He put the right people in the right positions that he, he needed them in. Um, he learned from the people he, he took the right advice and he did. He made moves the way and he knew how he knew how to maneuver. And that's just really how it goes. I think um, that's the saying about life and just picking up as the right. information as you go along and then right. you build something out of it. Exactly. And you make something great and then you like go you down said, to history. Like he learned from the real estate stuff and making mistakes and not doing stuff when he thought he shouldn't and finding a year later the shit, you know, was different. He's like, damn, I wish I hadn't made that move and you you live and you learn from some of the decisions you make or you don't make, for example. Exactly. Um but like, you know, that's a that's a big thing, man. Um, Puff is probably gonna be next. Um, oh yeah, Puff has always been top five. Puff, Puff has been close, so I'm sure he's gonna get there pretty soon. Um, but it's just a, it's just good to see that, like, um, to see he's what only the fifth black man in the country to be a billionaire. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking crazy. It's crazy. Um, so moving on from Hove, so I want to get into. Um, I don't know if you saw it, but you see the um, the movie, uh, the next week's film by Avery DuVernay called When They See Us. I hear so many reviews about it, and there's like a lot of people are scared to watch it. It's, I can't really blame them because I used to get them same feelings when I was watching Roots back in the day. Yeah, see, I never watched slavery movies. I refused to. I but was I was kind of forced to. I get it. I get it. Um, 
So I watched it last weekend. Um, first of all, it was a beautifully done movie. Um, everybody performed amazingly. Mm. Um, the kid that played Corey Wise, I think his name is Jarrell Jerome. He's the only one who played the character from the time he was a teenager all the way through. All the other kids, they played, they had a kid playing them and then they had an adult playing them when they grew up. So you mean to tell me that he's literally grown up in, like he played in the filming from, of this movie? Well, he's yeah, he's technically 22, whatever in real life, but he played him from the age of 16 in the film mm-hmm. to the age of um, 32 or whatever in the movie. Wow. So he, you know, they kind of age him. Yeah, he facial hair and stuff like that. So well, of course, but yeah, he he played he played him through the. It's like the whole fourth episode is because it's a it's a four part series. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fourth episode is essentially all about his story. Because and if you kind of go go back, so just to kind of get people background for people who don't know or who haven't or if you're living under a rock. The film, um, when they see us, is about the um, Central Park Five. Um, Central Park Five is a group of um, young black, um, black and um, one was a uh, Mexican kid who, a Latina kid. He, uh, they were uh, kids um, in 1989 in New York. Um, a white woman, white jogger, she got raped, brutally raped, um, and. At the same time, these kids who are all 14 to 16 years old were all in the park at around the same time that the rape occurred. Uh-huh. They all got arrested, except for one of them. He didn't get picked up immediately. Um, he got away only for his friend to give the cop his name when they asked him at the police station. That's why he got pulled in. Um, but they picked up, it was a bunch of kids because um, they were all in the park and for various reasons, all of them were in the park for different reasons. One was walking home. One was just coming from like a trumpet. Like, it was all coming, they were all coming home, walking in the park for different reasons. Um, I know Corey, in the, in the case of Corey, Corey was with his girlfriend and his boys convinced him to come into the park with them. Um, and so he did. And um, his friend, Yusuf, who was the kid that he was friends with, like, like most of these kids didn't know each other. The only two that knew each other were Corey and Yusuf. That's it. They're the only two of the five that knew each other. None of the other kids knew each other. Mm. So, um... This is on some six degrees of separation here, huh? right, Well, no. The, the cops made them know each other. That's the, th- and that's uh, the thing well, you gotta yeah, white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... What happened was, so they are in the park and they're doing stuff. Um, they're all in the park. So a few kids that were in the park, it was about 30, 20 to 30 kids in the park um, total at this time. And a few of the kids were harassing people. A couple of them, one of them um, attacked somebody who was riding a bike. Um, and they, the other, these kids weren't a part of that, but they Naturally. were there. They just happened to be there. Yeah. And so the cops swarmed in um, and they, they arrested all the kids. Took them in to the, um, at the same time on the other side of the park. On literally the entire other side of the park, they found the, the lady's body. Um, she was still alive at the time, but she was covered in blood, like half dead, damn near. And they found her body. Um, and so, of course, they saw she had been raped. So, as they're trying to figure out what happened, um, the, uh, the 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 I think she was the DA, whatever her name was, the lady. Let me look at her name. Cause I don't want to, cause she's also been getting dragged lately, which she should. Yeah, yeah, I heard about her on the uh, on the Breakfast Club this week about how uh, how her involvement. Laura Laura Fairstein. Yeah. Or she was the, put it more don't play fair. She was a prosecutor, but at the time I think she was working in the sex crimes division. Yeah. 
Like her her role is kind of like how they did in SVU. For anybody else that's living under about this special victims uniform, a law and order freeze out there, cha chong, all day. As he's looking up facts on Laura, don't play Ferristein. Yeah, she was uh, so she was uh, the prosecutor at the time, and she was um. So she was working. Um, she focused on sex crimes, um, and ch- uh, so uh, cases against women and children was her her big her focus at the time. And so when she saw there was about a group of ten or fifteen kids that they ultimately arrested, and they were just going to kick those kids to family court and have them go home. And so she walked in. And she says, "You're going to kick these." There's a woman in there. There, these are black kids or black and brown kids. Um, they're not. They're not just. They're not just uh, witnesses. They're. They're potential suspects or whatever. She automatically yeah. called them suspects without right. even know, like they weren't even nowhere near this whatever. But from the beginning, she accused them of being suspects or potentially being people that raped this woman. Yeah. Because um, all she saw them as black kids, and so they had to be monsters. And so from, once the news got out, the media ran with it and automatically assumed that these kids had done it, as the media does. Right. And so. Um, the one kid they asked about who was he, who was he with, I was my friend, um, so-and-so, so they went and picked him up and the other kid. They were looking for any kids that happened to be there and they were just going in um, parts of New York and picking up kids if you were 16. And the reason you had to be 16 is because you were 16, they could, um... They could try you as an adult. Right, and so they were they were just picking up kids. In the case of Corey, Corey wasn't, Corey and Yusuf weren't there. Well, they had been, I guess, they had been there the night before, but they didn't get arrested. Right. So They didn't get arrested right away. Right, so they picked up Yusuf. They were on their way from school or something. They picked up Yusuf. Corey only went because he he knew his mom would get mad if he left he let Yusuf go by himself. So he only went there to support yeah. Yusuf. Yeah. So yeah, he wasn't even like he wasn't even one of the kids they were looking for. He just so happened to be there. He, he wanted to just... look out for what he wanted to be for be there for his friend. So he went for that reason. And that's it. And so the kids are getting questioned. First of all, the kids are getting questioned without their parents, except for one of them. I think it was Antron. I think it was Antron. Antron was the one that he was getting questioned with his parents. Um, and then um, Yusuf's mom hadn't been there. Yusuf is only 14, so he shouldn't have been 14 or 15. And he should have been getting um, talked to without his mother. None of, if, nobody should None of them should have, right. Um, to be fair, the one kid, the the Latino kid, Latino kid, his uh, father was played by John Leguizamo. Of course, and he actually, you know, and it's just like it's just like any other one. You're a poor kid, you poor family. The kid's like he didn't know what was going on. All he knew was this kid got arrested, and he's like, you know, what's going on? I got to, you know, I get to, you know, I, I got to go back to work. I was at work, and he's like, I tried to get here. I'm at, I had to work, and I got to go back to work. So what's going on? And they're like, no, we're not. And he's like, okay, well, I'll leave my mom here. He left his mom, but she don't speak English. Mm. So she don't know what the hell is going on. She can't really help him while the cops are basically trying to convince him. So it started with him. They basically tried, basically told him. So they start lying to these kids saying, well, so-and-so said they saw you do this. They start talking about this rape and the kids immediately is like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do nothing for no rape. Meanwhile, um, John Legos, song is being in the room. He's getting... Basically, there's like, hey, so and so said I saw you do this, and so then and they're naming these kids. He don't, they don't know any of each other. None of these kids know each other. Right. So they're naming all these kids off, and they're just 
They're literally they're just telling, starting they're apart. basically starting to create this whole narrative about how these kids did this rape, and none of these kids even know each other except for Corey and Yusuf. And Corey hadn't even been talked to yet. So they they go through all this process with all the kids. Yusuf's mom shows up right before they try to. He they say he's a uh, waving a lawyer. It's like he's too young to wave a lawyer, and he's only fifteen. He's only he's not sixteen. He's only fifteen years old. Um, and so she threatens to go to the New York Times because they're like, well, his only his only ID shows he's sixteen. Um, it was like a um, a library card. Like that don't count. What the hell? Nah. So. Um, is a picture ID, but doesn't count as identification. Right. So she, they get this. So she, she got in there right before. So she got Yusuf out. Um, and so he didn't admit to anything. But the other kids, they, I mean, and they were, this interrogation goes on for like two days, basically. They're in there for over 42, 48 hours, damn near. So in this process, one of the kids, and I think it's Antron, Antron's father convinces him. So, Antron's father is a former felon. Mm. So, at first, Antron's like, I don't know anything about no damn rape. What are you talking about? Like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, no, I don't know anything about no fucking rape. I didn't do anything. And he's completely denying, I didn't do any rape. I didn't do any rape. He's screaming into the top of his lungs. The other young kid's like, I didn't do no rape. And his mom wasn't there. Like, it was it was just crazy. And so, so they take Antron's father outside the, and the police, and I guess they found, they found that he had a record. He's like, yeah, so I see you You were locked up before. Um, cop was like, yeah, I see you locked up before. So, yeah, but I ain't got no trouble lately, though. Does your job know you were a felon? Mm. Um, and so he basically threatened him to the point where this man was so afraid of losing his job, he told his son to do what, to the, do to do what the cop tells him. And he's going to tell him, they're gonna, we, you want to go home, right? Like, do what the cop... He, it got, he got so heated, he threw a fucking table to make his kid lie, lie for the cops. Which makes no sense. So now all these kids are lying. So now they get all these stories together. The problem is none of these stories line up. Mm-hmm. None of the, the time frames don't line up because they said the jogger went running at nine thirty, and so and time wise, those kids weren't in the park at that time, right. so it didn't line up. So they had to make it line up. So they used Corey. They took Corey and basically beat him up and forced him to lie and create this whole narrative where he tied everybody together. So they coerced all these stories out of these kids, these 14 to 15 year old kids, coerced all this bullshit out of them. It just goes to show you how impressionable the mind is. Well, it's not even that because... And then how corrupt the system the is. Corru- that's the thing, because there have been situations where even adults, if you get interrogated, like, and this is an old method that police are using, they probably still use it to this yeah, day. Yeah, they do. If they you do. interrogate somebody for that long without food or water, is is a old it's a, it's a it's a it's a depri- it's like a deprivation thing you ain't sleeping yeah eventually you're going to you all you want, all you want to do is go home so yeah. at some point you're going to say whatever the hell you can to get out of there mm-hmm. and so if that means lying like they want you to or whatever or just saying what they want to hear you will do it and so it's not just children it's even harder for kids to do it that's, a, that's but a, it's a, damn sure like if if it, if adults are susceptible, susceptible to it then a child is definitely going to be susceptible oh, yeah. to it Child is gonna be eating alive if you exactly in that sort of environment. And that's exactly what happened. Because that tactic is an old war tactic to starve somebody mentally and physically for forty eight hours or seventy two hours, however long it takes to get what they need. Right. 
is is always worked in the past. It still works now. Right. And so they went through this whole process, got the story, got these kids to re- confess on tape, record these the confessions that were c- clearly coerced. Mm-hmm. So now we're going through this whole situation. They've already been convicted in the, um, in the media. The newspaper articles are coming out. These think pieces where people were accusing them of being this wild pack of dogs and blah blah blah. And then um, lo and behold, Mister Mister uh, Mister Donald Trump himself. This is actually one of the, the things. Oh, he's he, talking about Big Cheeto. He was. So this is a very he was very vocal during this point oh, about this situation. So there were art because at this point he was just a real estate guy in New York, um, and he was very vocal about this entire case. He was, we should bring back the death penalty. These kids were animals, and he's on news outlets doing all these interviews. He's taking out full page ads against these kids. Like he was very, very, very involved. He was backing the DA as far as financially and stuff for this case. Like he was doing a lot of shit. Um, with this case. Um, so it was just a lot of shit going on. Um, and so of course and these are black and brown kids, so it's like they're they're guilty until proven innocent. And that's essentially what it was. And he went through this whole trial process and um the confession should have been thrown out, but they weren't. And they even so and so at some point I guess they found so the DNA they found wasn't conclusive, so they couldn't talk to any of the kids. Then they found a sock that had DNA in it, and so they ran that. It didn't match any of them. Mm. So rather than tell the uh, tell them that the sock was uh, ran, they just did. They tell them they're gonna not tell them. Well, it ended up coming out when they had the expert come on 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 the stand. He was like, "Yeah, well, um, yeah, we only." He's like, "What well, was the DNA you tested? Like, no, it was conclusive. We only tested this, and we tested the sock." And he was like, "Wait, which sock?" Like there was a sock with DNA and it was like, oh shit. And it's like, did it match um my client? No. Did it match any of these boys? Like, no. Nope. Case closed. And still. Look, the the jury found the kids guilty. And the worst of it was Corey, because Corey wasn't even part he was only right. there to support his friend. Right. He was just there to He got it the home. worst. So all the other kids end up going to like juvie court. I mean juvie like they, they weren't charged as adults. Yeah. So all of them got out within six, you know, five, six years, roughly. Corey was there for 13. He was in maximum. He went to get sent to Rikers. Damn. He got transferred to like all these maximum security prisons. Because the whole time you're watching the stories unfold where these kids are, you know, they they go from them getting locked up initially in juvie and then fast forward and then like six or seven years when they get out mm-hmm. and then how they're adjusting to being back at home. Antron, of course, is not forgiving his father. He hates that nigga, which I don't blame him. Yeah, I, I, I don't blame him neither. Like, nigga, I, you made me. His father is sick. He's, I guess he got kidney issues or he's dying. I mean, he still is like, fuck him, which I, I understand. Yeah. And John, yeah. John, John, I, understand. Yeah. Um, and Completely then. Uh, on this side with that one. Right. And so, um, John Lee was almost on come home, but his dad is remarried. And she, he got a little kid, and like his his wife is young, and she got a bunch of um, her family is all there, and so and then they they treating him differently because they calling him rapist and blah 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 all kinds of ridiculous shit. Um, shit that it would just that would him, happen normally. Just treat him all types of wrong for no fucking reason and shit like that. And they um, don't even know the whole story. Exactly, that's, she just throwing that shit out as a slur just to insult him. This is fucking wrong. Um, Antron meets a chick when he at work, and she and they, they start dating. But as soon as he, um, she's like, "Why don't you take me on a date?" And he's like, "I'm saving money up to get to take care of stuff and to pay off certain things or something like that." And she's like, "What about?" Me? He's like, "He's like, I'm not spending no money on anything that's not important." Oh, I'm not important. Blah 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 blah. She's like, "That's what is like." And so they get in this uh, little argument, and she um, then he, he's like, 
She said, yeah, you like you like doing women like that. You like taking women in the park. That's you a rapist. It's like, really? See, women always want to bring us. Right, they always want to bring up some, some like, foul shit. Right, like just wrong. Um, So it was just going through the story. Um, That's why black men don't cheat. Yusuf got, yeah, he's like, black men don't cheat. Um, Yusuf got out, you know, he was still, you know, he's Muslim, so he was studying his Quran when he got out. He was good. He eventually got married. Um, I think now he has 10 kids that said in the movie. I'm like, motherfucker. You've been getting busy, huh? Right. <laughs> um, Putting in that work, huh? <laughs> can't remember the other kid's name, but... And then, and then, uh, like I said, this whole time nobody knows where Corey is. Uh. So eventually, they, the, ep- the fourth episode ends up being all about Corey. And Corey gets some, um, you know, goes in. He goes. He ends up getting tried as an adult. So he goes into max security. He's the only one this happens to. Uh. Mind you, he's the one that didn't have anything to do with any of this shit. Uh, he, I didn't even again, know. Again, he was, was just literally there, just there, just there to support his friend. And he gets the worst of anybody. He's beat up in prison. He's sent through. He's he's damn near killed a couple times, like a few a couple times. And so he's going through all of this shit in prison for years. He keeps asking for um, transfers. He's going. He's in solitaire because basically the first prison they damn near kill him. Huh. And they said, look, if if you go to the infirmary, infirmary is for snitches. So if you want to be okay, you probably need to ask to go in um, on solitary. And that's exactly what he did. And so every time he would get asked for a transfer and go to a new prison, he think he's okay. And then something happens. I'm going to ask for a transfer because he's trying to get closer to home. And every time he ends up getting the opposite way, uh-huh. he's getting, getting further away from home because his mom is not being able to come up and see him. He even asked his mom, I think, for $20 to put on his commissary. And she said she couldn't even do it. I don't got it. And like, cause you know, they charge you for everything in prison. You you can't like everything in there, like your toothbrush or everything. They charge you for all that shit. Yeah, so yeah. you ain't got no money on your books. You can't get shit. So like, he's going through the system, and it's just like crazy. Cause he keep going. He um he goes through his appeal, meet his his um his parole hearings, and every time they want him to admit that he didn't. He's like, I didn't do the shit. I'm not gonna admit to something I didn't do. Not so true. it's like, what the fuck? So he, he keeps they they of course they keep denying his appeal. Or his parole or whatever. So, so lo and behold, one time, I think in like 2001, he's cleaning. Um, he's doing some, he's mopping or cleaning or something like that. And he has the TV turned up playing the music or whatever. Uh-huh. And there's this Mexican kid in there. And the guy turns it down. And he goes in there and he turns it back up. Like, leave the TV alone. And they get in a fight. Uh, security breaks the fight up. That's the end of it. Fast forward a year later, because he gets transferred to another prison, he runs into that same guy. Mm. And he's like, um, you believe in, uh, he asked him something about, he's like, hey, remember me, uh, I'm the guy you got into, I'm sorry about the TV thing. I'm sorry you had to, um, you had to pay for, you know, someone else's thing. He's like, he's like you believe in, um, you believe in karma or something like He said something to the effect of somebody, you know, you shouldn't be paying for anybody else's sins or some shit like that. Come to find out that's actually the guy who actually raped that woman. So that guy oh, is, uh, oh, after oh, meeting oh, and running into him, oh, he's like, oh shit, this guy's paying for my crime. Because that guy had already been locked up for raping and killing another yeah, one. Yeah, because he was a serial rapist. Mind you, he, the, the the jogger he raped was the second person he had raped. Yep. He ended up raping like three or four other people mm-hmm. before he got, like, actually went to jail. Yeah, the, the thing I know about this guy, like, he had a whole had a whole record on mm-hmm. him. Like, he had, he had, like, a whole thing going. And the crazy so. part is if they had actually done some actual investigating instead of railroading these kids, they could have kept them off the street and those other four women probably wouldn't have got raped. Mm-hmm. 
So that's, he, the, that's he, the funny thing. He about put it through a lie detector and he like, look, I did it. Uh, and so of course they op- reopened the case. Um, Fomka Jansen, who was who was um, uh, at the time, she was a homicide or a homicide detective. In the beginning of the movie, she was like, "This is not like you're not even going to investigate. You're automatically assuming these kids did it." And the and they and they let her do it. And she was like, "All right, good luck." I come. I think she's a prosecutor too, but she handled different types of crimes. Uh-huh. And she was in te- telling the Linda the, the Fairstein chick like, "No, this is not like this. Don't you make sense?" Um, this is not right. Like, you need to really investigate this and stop assuming that these kids had something to do with it. And she didn't want to listen. So, fast forward when they reopened the case. By this point, Linda Ferrisine is like a best-selling author and all this other shit. And so she reaches out to her. She sits down and she's like, you you basically coerced those kids into admitting something they did. And of course, Miss, she's not going to admit she's wrong. So she's like, no, we thought, I thought it was a, a six person. Just, just proved there was six people. Yeah, ma'am, there was no way that path that was dragged, that, how that woman was dragged, there is no way that six people dragged it when there was no other evidence. No. Ain't no it's, it's way. No Especially way kids. Especially on the other side of the park. Especially kids. kids. Especially kids. There's no way. You would have saw all types of footprints around this woman. Exactly. Like, there's no way in fucking if, hell. If she was covered in blood, you would have saw... Oh, her, like, literally, her shirt was white. It was red when he showed it in court. Mm. Completely red. So it was just doused in blood. Like, yes. It was just she lost, she bled out a lot. So for right. them to assume like that, that there was no way that none of them kids got any like and of course then of course they matched that the this uh, this DNA matched the, the rapist and everything. So they got out in two thousand two and then it took until 2014 because the police didn't still didn't uh, New York still didn't admit that they were wrong um the police still um tried to um admit because they actually launched their own investigation to prove that they were wrong they were still right mm-hmm. to try to d- 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 um, diminish the fact that they were they the kids were getting out and it was just a lot of just dumb shit. Like, dude, it was crazy. That's the justice um, system for you. Right, but just watching, the, like, in the first 15 minutes when they got these kids in this interrogation room and you kind of see where this is going and how they're about to let these, make these kids believe or make these kids admit to doing some shit that they clearly didn't do. You Like, I had to pause that shit a few times because I got heated. Oh, I, I got bet. to the point I bet you where did. I paused that I shit. I like, I need, people I need some happiness. Let me find something to do right now because this shit's going to, and it literally took me a few times I had to keep pausing it because it was just getting frustrating yeah. that first episode is maddening like what the fuck yeah. just to see what they put those kids through to get them to confess to them shit they didn't do was fucking crazy and it's so fucking heartbreaking for them guys that had to have gone through that and lost all that time in their lives for, for nothing for nothing for nothing for nothing and you know they got their settlement in 2014 to 41 million but that's still not enough, right. honestly, for all the shit they lost. Right. For all the shit like, they lost, it's still Like, enough. time has to be reclaimed for all this shit. Like, it's seriously. Just, Money is only a... It's not even a temporary fix. It's just like, all right, here you go. Right. And in, in a case like this, it's just, you know, money's just like, all right, here, take it. But it's not, it's not going to make up for... For all the for all the stigma that has been placed around my life if I was caught up in this thing. Exactly. Like it's not this is on my record, dog. It, like yeah, that's the thing. They couldn't, you know, trying to get a job when you have that on your record or um Like you can't do people nothing. know who you are and they find out. It's right. hard. You gotta allow the application, all kinds of shit. Like you can't you can't leave. You can't and go. And the thing is it. part of the issue is that 
they like if you don't put it on your because in their case they couldn't be around another felon. Mm-hmm. So if they don't put it on their resume, and they end up working with another felon. They can be sent to like jail for that, mm-hmm. just for working with somebody that's another felon. Mm-hmm. So they have to put it on their shit, which means it's gonna also be harder for you to get that job. Mm-hmm. So it was just like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. It was just fucked up, and it, and that's another thing that's crazy to me because they take away all your rights when you go to prison, and I get it to an extent. But after you've served your debt, I feel like they shouldn't. That shouldn't be the case. Like you don't have the rights to this, you don't have the rights to that, you don't have the right to, all this other shit they take away from you. It's like, dude, really? So they just yeah, because they expect you to just live off of. No, what they do is they expect you to go back in. That too. Prisons are a big business, and I, I remember somebody who I matter of fact, I think I was um. So when I was at the studio with um, buddy, buddy James. Oh yeah, and uh, shout out to Bo James. <laughs> one of his boys was talking about. He's like, you know, that shit is set up. It's set up for you to go back, and they all let out the dude that they know was gonna go back. But if you the dude that they know is like you reformed or some shit, and you kind of got your shit together, uh-huh. they're less likely to let you out. They're gonna find a reason to keep you in because they know once they let you out, you're probably not coming back in. But the dude that they know that's the crazy motherfucker that's probably gonna end up back in here. Counting on they'll let in. him out because they know he gonna be right back in there, and uh-huh. that's gonna help them. Uh-huh. It's just crazy. It's the end of the cycle that ends up that way. So, but yeah, um, if you haven't seen when they see us. Please do it. It's a great film. Everybody did a, amazing performances. Like I said, that kid, Jarrell Jerome, and played Corey Wise. He he played the hell out of that role. Uh-huh. He played the hell out of that role. Just the emotion and the way he he became that character. Like he played the fuck out of Corey's role. Um, and so, like, if you haven't seen it, please do. Um, like I said, it's a very emotional film. It's going to make you upset. Um, but it's definitely worth a watch. And I'm, and, um, and shouts to Ava for, you know, yes. doing her thing and showing these things that we need to see. Because uh, I don't like slave films, but these are things that we need to see. Because these are things that are still affecting us today that we need to be aware of. Because I wasn't when I, I wasn't aware of the Central Park 5 until a, a couple years ago. Because I was, what, I was, what, six years old when that shit came um, happened? Right. Like, I wasn't, I was a kid, so. Like, the both of us, we were, we were dumb young. Right. When this, when this happened, when, when did you say it happened? Like, 1989. 80? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't, I was not aware of that. Right. I was listening to Public Enemy back in 89, boy. <laughs> but, yeah, so it was, um, but it's a great film. If you haven't seen it, definitely do that. Um... So I wanted to, and this is kind of, I guess it's going to be touching on something else. There's another um, a le- a legal issue. And this is um, an issue that is, is quite frustrating um, to me. And I'm, I'm sh- and to, if it's frustrating to me, I can imagine it's a million times more frustrating to women. Um, because apparently old white men feel like they have the ability, the, 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 the ability or the right to have governance over what women do with their own bodies. Mm. Um, and reason, you know, and this is an ongoing thing for years in, in history because for the most part in, in is history tells us women were looked at as possessions and not as human beings. And unfortunately that is still going into this day because we have a group of old men who voted to uh, voted in an abortion ban in Alabama. Yeah. Um, an abortion ban where if you perform an abortion, you could go to prison for life. So if you're a doctor that performs an abortion, you can be sent away for the rest of your life. Um, and it's one of those things where, and these people say they're pro-life and it's like, 
you're pro-life, but it's like, and the thing is, they didn't even, like, allow for exceptions, like, when rape and things like that. Right. Like, they didn't even allow the exceptions that you would normally allow. Like, it was just like, no, we, we're against this totally. And it's like, how how inhuman can you people be? Because y'all are talking about these, in, in a lot of situations, you're talking about something that's not even fully developed yet. If I'm a woman who, if you're a woman who's been raped or a woman who ends up pregnant for whatever reason and you, you understand that you're not ready to have a child, you're not financially stable enough, how is that beneficial for that child to still be born into a situation? Do you want kids to just be born for the sake of being born or you want kids to be born in a situation where they can actually live a full, a, a, a fulfilled life? We already have enough kids in the system out here who are not being adopted, who don't have homes. So why are we going to add more possibilities to that um, to that? list why would we do that i'll tell you why because every child is born is in a literal dollar sign to the to the government well yeah that too well not i mean but it's more they had to support at the same time well it's it's not even that this is like in the in the grand scheme of things we're all worth something I think that I think that can that's true. I think to some extent, but I also think a lot of this, and a lot of people have touched on it. A lot of this shit is because them fuckers are afraid. Yeah, that's um, it. because they're becoming the minority, and quickly, quickly, um, and they don't like it, um, and so they're just making all these crazy decisions that are going to or to at least stunt that or slow that down. Um, and the reality is they can't. But while they're while they're here, while they're in a position of power, they're gonna keep doing it. Um, the reality is, um, at the end of the day, no man, I don't give a fuck if you God, has agency over what a woman does with her body. I'm sorry. It's no, it's the same thing as um, the concept, and I don't know if people may like, don't like this. The concept of asking a woman's father for her hand in marriage or permission. She's not his property. She's his daughter. Yeah, I never really did. I don't understand. Like, I get it back in the day, but now, no, because at the end of the day, she's not. She don't belong to you. She is your child. You raised her, and now she's a woman. Capable of making her own decisions. She has the ability to make her own decisions. Exactly. She made the decision to date me. She made the decision to um, say yes when I pro- or pro- or she made the decision to sleep with me, made the decision, all these things she's made the decision to do. But all of a sudden, when it comes to her making the decision about who she's going to spend her life with, I have to get your permission first. Fuck all that. Um, and I feel like it's disrespectful. Like if she specifically tells you that she wants you to do that, that's one thing. All right. But I'm not going to ever assume that a woman wants me to do it because I feel like. I feel like it's just it's just weird to me because she you don't belong like she don't belong to you. Yes, you are her father. That's yeah. That, that's where it stops. It. You are her father. <laughs> that's where it stops. She is not your property. The only property it is is namesake. And that's about just it. even the concept of giving away the bride, giving her away at the wedding is like giving her away like like she's not yours. Like she's been a woman for however long. Like yes. I understand. Daddy's girl that shit. But just the concept is just weird. It's always been weird to me. And I'm not getting that. You know, since since you brought it up, I never really looked at it like that. Because I thought, you know, I just thought it was just tradition. Yeah, but it's it's tradition steeped in a lot of patriarchy. It's it's steeped in a lot of ownership shit, uh, possessive 
it's steeped in that because yeah. it's uh yeah. I see that now. Yeah, it's a tradition, yes. And it's a it's yeah, all, unfortunately as we learned, our traditions are fucked up and they're based on fucked up things. Yeah. Just looking back on everything that's happened up to this point. It's a lot of traditions that are based on a lot of fucked up things. Man. And so yeah, you're right. It is a tradition, and I get it. Unfortunately, it's not one of those traditions that I, I don't, I'm not okay with it because I feel like, because now that you brought it up, you know, I'm looking at it with new eyes. Like, huh? I never really saw it like that. Yeah, it's just like she's not your possession. I was like, oh, now you can have her. It's the same thing like arranged marriages. And look, if your religion, um, and that's what you guys are by boarding by by. That's fine. More right, power to you. Right. Say. Am I ever gonna agree with it? Probably not, because I feel like you should be marrying for love, not for not because not because I say, hey, you got to marry that person. Like that's that's, that's the thing that irks me is the arranged marriages. Like you clearly want nothing to do with this person. You could. Y'all clearly don't love you, each other. You grow and love each other. No, motherfucker. No, that's not how it works. Because a lot of... Um, it's happened where you have certain situations where in arranged marriages in history where uh, the woman is promised to this man and this man is a fucking terrible person. And I've seen... Shit. I've, um, seen, I've seen arranged marriages and you know, documentaries like that. It's, and you can see the the visible anguish that the woman is going through like she's clearly unhappy with this dude and the guy is just sitting there like yep he's mine and it's like no motherfucker so yeah it's just those things like anything that views a woman as a possession or as a a, a thing to be traded or treated as a a commodity is it's always gonna bother me um because I feel like they have they have the agency over who they are in their their in their their body their their life and no one should be able to tell them what they should and shouldn't do or can can't do when it comes to that that is their choice just like as a man I have the right to do what the fuck I want when it comes to who I am my body and things like that why shouldn't a woman have that right why is it when it comes to women men always want to have this control thing and it's like that's not the way this shit works it's not the way like niggas not 1930s not 1830s not 1730 motherfucker it's not 1950s nigga. like it's just fucking ridiculous so everybody wants to be equal until it's, it's time to be equal dude, it'd be the same dudes that be up there bashing women every time women say something because they want to start playing victim now he's dude world is safe spaces for men nigga the world we built this shit this is a fucking male dominated <laughs> society has been that way since the dawn of time we, women are just getting to a point where they're starting to say look fuck you niggas i'm 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 but let's, let's go i'm on the same playing field as you and dudes can't handle it they fucking egos is bruised. They bitch up, and they be like, "No, man, no, no, I'm no. These chicks be tripping, man. man. Nigga, if you don't stop being a little bitch, so that's why I was always them, that's why I was always brought up to be like, you know, find you a person that's that's about you, and also like find somebody that's on equal footing. Like I exactly, said, like, sometimes somebody find you somebody that got the same hustle mentality as I, you. Exactly, I don't want somebody who's going to be dependent on me, and 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 they have to. It's like their their goal is just to find somebody who's going to take care of them. Exactly, because ain't not, nobody ain't nobody about to be trophy you, husband and trophy wife. If that's forever. what you want, that more power to you. That's just not. It's not what. That's not what I'm about. I ain't got that kind of crash with that shit. But um. So with that being said, um, you niggas need to leave the, the baby alone. Niggas need to leave the, the baby alone. That's the rapper. A, oh, the guy with the big head? No, the, the, the baby. The nigga is knocking niggas out. 
Oh, you see a nigga that get knocked out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was it Gucci or Louis V store? Yeah, it was a Louis V. Yeah, I saw that. You niggas need to leave that nigga alone. He bought that life. It's not the first time he knocked some niggas out. You niggas need to leave him the fuck alone. About that life, you better stop. Like, and it's like, look, niggas be trolling on the internet. I get it. That's the that's the that's the era we in. But if you can't throw hands, bro. Have a seat. Your credibility also, is worthless. Also, if you know he got somebody else with him, because I whether and we didn't see the whole video, so I don't know if his boy jumped in. I imagine the, he did. The whole video don't matter. And my point is this: if you been apparently he had been trolling him for a long time, it wasn't just it didn't just start that day. This dude had been trolling the baby for months. Oh no, he's he, from, he oh no, he deserves. He's it. been trolling him for months on his on his um his snap and everything. He so that was he was that shit was coming to. Him. Yeah, and you just happen to run into that nigga in the Louis V store. What, what was you saying about karma a minute ago? Like, just <laughs> look, niggas gotta understand that shit. You can't, you can't just be fucking with people because certain niggas don't play like that, dog. Right. You, you catch somebody certain, on the right day. Catch certain niggas don't right play day. like that. They don't play that that back and forth on the internet shit. Some niggas is gonna gonna see go. you, and when they see you, they gonna see you, nigga. Right, they gonna see you all like, the way to the ICU. Niggas don't understand. Like, and niggas can't fight, so. Like that's why fight. I kind of hate the internet now. It's, it just creates niggas can't fight more, at all. Right? It just, it just creates more internet bullies or just trolls in general. It's fucking annoying. Well, trolls have always trolls have always existed. That is true. They it just need a keyboard now. Yeah, they go down the bridge before didn't they? Right. Know. Rubble treasures before us. Rubble still skin. I think they call it. <laughs> all right. So so we're gonna get into um. Mr. Nasty as Harvey Weinstein. Oh, that's why he hasn't been on TMZ lately. Well, no. So here's the thing. The reason I want to get into this is because people are stupid. Because oh, you know wait, how wait, I've wait. told you before Harvey how Weinstein, people, the the director guy. Yeah, Ron people, Harvey. Yeah, people want to listen. Look at people always want to look at a reason to try to justify why someone so shouldn't have got it. This person didn't get it. They all equally need to go to jail. Mm-hmm. So we put. Mm-hmm. So this so this news came out that there was going to be a settlement in the Harvey Weinstein case for like forty something million dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Instantly, without even looking at information, people saw the headline and they started posting. Nah, he need to go to jail like the rest of them niggas. If he can't go to jail, y'all need to leave the other motherfuckers alone. Blah 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 blah. You know, information is free. It really is. Yeah. Google is free. Google is your friend. It is free. It is your friend. It is readily available if you just want to fucking do a search. Google is your friend. YouTube and if is you had actually done any fucking research or instead of just reading the headline, read the actual articles, you, you would understand yeah. that he has a pending criminal case still. The settlement was for the civil case. Civil case. Two different cases. This is for damages from the people who are accusing him. This has nothing to do with the actual case criminal case. case. So all you people are like, oh well, no, he getting off easy with a settlement. No, he need to go to jail. He might still go to jail. It's, a very, it's a very probable cause that he's still that case time. ain't happened yet. You fuckers are stupid. I need y'all to read. Reading is fundamental. Reading is life. It's not that fucking hard to go on Google and actually do some fucking research. Yeah, go Stop reacting to articles or fucking clickbait-ass headlines. 
niggas read. Every time I see a crazy ass article headline, my first thought is, this is probably clickbait. And I'll click on it because I want to see what the fuck it is. And then hit, lo and behold, clickbait because it's always misleading. Oh, so-and-so is mad about this. And then you say shit about being mad about what you said they were mad about. And it's like, really? Why? Or like when people share death, um, death stuff. I saw somebody share some shit about Muhammad Ali dying. He died three years ago. Yeah. yeah. Like y'all need to stop being stupid. Y'all are not. It's not. It takes five seconds to check because as soon as you click on an article, it's gonna show you the date. And then on, and then on top of that, these the same people that have been talking about. Oh, Jackie Chan finally died. People always, like, it's stupid. And it's like, y'all can't be just dumb. I mean, y'all probably are. No, they are. They are. And it's unfortunate. And I try my best to give them the benefit of the doubt. No. But unfortunately... At this stage of the game, you can't. This is true. And I I really... I try to be a nice guy. I really have tried to be a nicer guy. To be more understanding of you people and your stupidity. Unfortunately... You know um, stupid people exist. exist I'm aware that they exist. Um, However... They they exist every day. My fingers hurt unfriending stupid people. People. I have no problem unfriending stupid people. Um, but what I'm gonna start doing is that if I see a stupid person post something stupid, prior to unfriending them, I'm going to comment on said stupid post. Are you sure you want to give them that kind of luxury? On said stupid post, I am going to curse them the fuck out. And I'm going to say thank you for ruining my day. I woke up today with the thought that, hey, there were still intelligent people in the world. And yet, unfortunately, I happened across your post and I was proven wrong. Unfortunately, I have lost the many brain cells that I am using, um, the brain cells I lost reading your post, and not the brain cells I am wasting responding to your post. Why am I responding to your post? Because someone has to. Because someone has to remind you and also remind you and, and reiterate the point that you're a fucking idiot. Yes, you're a fucking idiot. Because guess what? It takes five seconds to read something, but yet, no, you choose not to. Instead, you share this shit with the masses. You're the kind of fucker that got a, a Trump elected because you just share dumb shit without actually reading the shit. Because you dumb as fucking hell. And don't try to come up with the excuse that you were trolling. Because no, that doesn't matter because it still it don't matter once you've already shared the information. You can't say it was a joke after the fact once you share incorrect information. Because guess what? Somebody else is going to run with said incorrect information and they ain't going to know you're joking. So guess what? You're still a dumb fuck. So with that being said, I bid you adieu. You're blocked. And then I'm going to keep you moving. You know, in, uh, in the five minutes you did all that, you could have just hit unfriend. I don't care. I am <laughs> going to devote the time it takes to tell them how dumb they are because that's how much I am annoyed by it now. Why would you just I've hit been the nice button? <laughs> no. They deserve vitriol. <laughs> they deserve to be reamed. They deserve to be cursed the fuck out. It's too much energy. No. Too much it energy. Takes, that is it not takes that half my, energy to a, scroll up and hit I have a very high IQ. It takes, that's a millisecond of energy. It don't take that long. It's still too that long, though. Easy. A millisecond is still too long. Mm, no, no, it's worth it. It's worth it. Nah. For my peace of mind, it's worth it. Mm-mm. I have to get that shit out. I don't. I don't. And you know what? Because I feel like it's, it's no. Because you can't hold. You're not supposed to show things that um hold things in. So if I have something to get out, I need to express that shit. And I'm gonna express it all over their fucking stupid ass post. And then I block them because I don't want to see any responses. Mm. But um, with that being said, 
be more like me, y'all. Just do the shit. Did you see the um the uh, Wu Tang doc yet? No. I should you need to watch it. Yeah, I got a kid showtime actually. You should probably watch it. It's all good. It's really good. It's uh, I want to watch it. It's really fucking I, good. I, and I it goes want through to watch it. all of you know their uh, the entire process when they started. Um, it goes through, um, you know, it has a bunch of old footage. Um, when um, ODB was just um, Jizzy and Rizzo's hype man, when it was like it was, it's a lot of crazy uh, old stuff in there. I bet. Um, we just been too busy watching uh, Lucifer season four. Yeah, I don't watch, I don't, I've never watched Lucifer. I always tell myself I watch it. You know, since my brother is the devil, I should watch it. But and mind you, he loves that show, by the way. <laughs> It's, it's cool. I mean, he would. He would, right? He, he, he would. Saved, so. But you know, like I like, I like the show. It's, I got. Cool. It's a couple shows I gotta catch. I mean, I'm just on behind on shit. I got a um. I didn't realize the show that I used to watch is was still coming on. Fucking um, into the Badlands. Into oh yeah. Me. I didn't know it was still coming on. I don't, I don't know why I thought that shit show wasn't gonna last for some reason because I just felt like it wasn't. Because mm-hmm. I started liking it, and I was like, dang, it's a martial arts show. This shit ain't gonna last. But it has. It's been on still. I was, right, I was it's, surprised. Yeah, it's, it's been on. It's been so, on for a minute too. But there's a lot of shows I got to catch up on. Um, um, ain't no new anime out, so I get the couple that I watch every week. But for the most part, I, mean, I, I don't know why I've been going back and watching old shit. So yeah, I've been watching One Punch Man a lot. I I, I actually I started watching the second season. And I, I ain't watched yeah, the last that's that's what I'm watching too. I ain't watched the last couple weeks. So I had to watch that too. I catch up on that. Yeah, yeah. Just know that shit gets crazy. Well, I mean, I, I watched like the first three or four episodes. I just can't. I can't remember where I'm at now. Well, okay, okay. So, um, that and uh, I've actually watched My Hero Academia. Well, yeah, new uh, season that, started. No, uh, what you call it? New uh, season started, right? No, that's what I thought. All right, so uh, now, what's the other one? Soul Eater. Yeah, so I, I'm actually watching Soul Eater now, and that's pretty dope. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna get into like Game of Thrones thought, um, because I never got a chance to talk about it. And, and now I'm not gonna yeah, talk I'm, about. I'm interested in your thoughts. I'm not gonna get into the detail, like too much detail about the the final episode, or even the final season in general. Because my issue with a lot of people is I feel like... Now, do I feel like the last season was rushed? Yes, I do. Yeah, it was very much rushed. It was rushed. Very however, much however, this is where I differ with most people. People seem to be su- surprised by some of the things that happen. And I'm not. Because I felt like... When when she ended up burning shit every like just killing everybody, uh-huh. that shit was building to that point for a while. Exactly, because the all whole, it took was Misandra's beheading. Yeah, and people keep forgetting. Right before that, dude died. Yep. During the fight. Yep. So she lost the two closest people to her. Matter of fact, she lost the two closest people and to her. And a dragon. Well, she lost a dragon. She lost two people too closest to her, and her nephew she's in love with won't fuck her no more. Right. And she can't trust him now. Right. She can't trust none of the people she around was, her. She, yeah, because so she now really couldn't she trust, don't trust nobody. She really so, couldn't trust John. And the thing is, people like the, the overarching point of the show, the overarching storyline of the show, since the beginning, was how power corrupts even the the most the most um 
person who has the most like positive intentions, you can have, oh, I want to do this, this, and this. I want to free the people. Especially for a person who's been told since birth that she she was entitled to the shit. Mm-hmm. She was told since the day she was born that she was entitled to the, to throne. Be, to the throne. And so that shit, now you have that shit in your head. Absolutely. So you Power go through this process. Absolutely. Exactly. You go through this whole process of building up and you get to a point when you telling niggas to bend the knee, you killed what's his name, dad and fucking um, brother. You, yeah, you burned them alive because they wouldn't bend the knee to you. <laughs> like it's one thing to just say, "Hey, you ain't gonna, um, you gonna show fealty to me." It's another thing to just burn motherfuckers alive. Just because, like that's fucking that at that point, y'all, nuts, y'all couldn't, yo. if y'all couldn't tell, she was turning into a fucking tyrant. That should have been the signal right that there. That was like, y'all, I don't understand. So that was the first witness of her turning into a, t- a fucking tyrant. I don't know why anybody missed this. And, and so then, in and that then, moment, in that same vein, she turned into Scarface and looked at Tyrion like, "Hey, yo, you want a job?" Like in that moment where she's they, they, the bells ring, and she made her decision, and it's like, look, like she, she, she was already on the border. She was already kind of like on the edge. Uh-huh. She got and Missandry got killed or beheading from her. She was already pissed. Mm-hmm. Then they tried to poison her. Little listen, they tried to poison her. Mm-hmm. So dude tried to poison her. She don't trust John. She can't trust John. She can't, can't trust her own nephew. She can't trust um, Tyrion. Nope. And Tyrion been fucking up the whole way. Right. So now she's like, I can't trust nobody. The one, the two people I did trust are gone. The people that are left, I can't trust. Mm-hmm. They tried to kill me. Mm-hmm. And this bitch, and, and then not, and this bitch also challenged me, and she cut my friend's head off in front of me. Oh no! It's, oh, oh, this bitch gotta die. It's, everybody gotta die with everybody her. Everybody got to like, go. Like she snapped, and I don't understand why nobody saw that coming. Nigga said, No, this. No, no, nigga. If you watched the whole show, she was building towards this the entire time. Now she knew there, this. Were, she knew this shit when she was known as Khaleesi. Were there plot holes and shit? Yes, there were, and I get it. I don't fucking care. Cause my also thing is this: if you really think about TV shows and final episodes, most really, really top tier TV shows didn't end well. No, they never do. They narrow. They very rarely do. The one show I can think of that ended the way I would have wanted it to end was Breaking Bad. Yes. Because he killed all his enemies mm-hmm. and got rid of everybody before he died. Mm-hmm. That's the only one I can think of that really ended the way was like, oh shit, this ended perfectly. He got and everybody. Ended, and it ended the way that it would had to go down in real life. Like, I got to get rid of all y'all. Before I leave this earth, all y'all got to go. And he did. And, and he that's did the thing. The shit. So, like, for me, it's like... Everybody remembers when fucking um, what's the name ended? Um, The Sopranos or the face, the face of the black screen. Yeah, all these different shows that have ended for on, on very and none of the, the final episodes have ever lived up to what people expected or wanted them to be. So it's not an uncommon thing because you gotta re- understand as a writer or even as a person who's creating something. You people have been living with this show for however many years, seven seasons and whatever, mm-hmm. living on every week, sitting there watching this show, living with this show, living with the characters, growing with the characters, built bonding with these characters for all these years, and living and dying by their decisions and their choices and all these things and what was going on and how they're growing and developing, all that shit. There is no way they're ever going to be satisfied with the ending to that because it's just impossible. Cause that's not something you don't want it to end. 
Well, of course, you don't. If you end, don't, but want it, it has to end, to end sometime. To, it has to end at some point. You can't. You can't have Game of Thrones out here looking like The Simpsons. Right. And Twenty like, seasons in, my nigga. Like really? that's the thing. But that's if that's the thing. People also at the same time, just like lots of film that fucking show. Yeah. It's a lot of fucking money that goes. Yeah. Just this shortened season cost them fifty five million. Because they had to film every everything in what Ireland, right? Yeah. Yeah. Travel, all that shit. So it's you a have, lot so you of gotta, set pieces. So you got to film everything in Ireland. You got to do all the CGI. You got to do all the choreography. Choreography. I butchered it, but whatever. You got you to do all that. You got to get all the cameras. And you got to fix everything in post just to make sure the Starbucks cup doesn't show up. Like, it's just, it's a lot. And my main thing is, like, people just... I know people. I don't think anybody was gonna ever. I don't care how it ended. I don't, people weren't gonna be happy. They're gonna find something. No, to be of course, about, it's so. not gonna be happy. I mean, look. In my days, as a as a aspiring filmmaker, it I, I can I can I can relate to how something ended ending badly. But then you gotta again. You really have to look at the work. You really got to take a look at the, the, the time that it takes production to do all this. And mind you, they ran out of material in season eight. They ran out of material in season eight. So George, George George was in the back like, okay, yeah, y'all do that. That's cool. That's cool. But I don't have this final book written yet. <laughs> so they really kind of sitting on his ass. Yeah. Collecting checks and not doing no fucking work. And that's all looking like. Y'all do realize that the final book has not been written yet. That's why that's why season eight kind of looks well. Season eight looks like shit. But um, but yeah, like you know, it is what it is. Um, it is what it is. I I'm I'm satisfied with uh with some of the endings. Like the North, you know, remained independent, ran by uh Sansa. As because as you know, there will always be a Stark in the North. Right. That's the rule. As far as Bran being king of the six, uh, seven, king, kingdoms. seven kingdoms, uh, that's the one thing that kind of hurt me. Like he clearly didn't want it either. He was along the he was along the thing uh, that John was like, I don't want the throne. Bran was like, I don't want it. I can't even I can't even do nothing with the throne. But I got Tyrion. <laughs> Who's gonna do all my light work for me? As if that wasn't punishment enough. But I think Bran having the foresight that he has with his ability will help him a lot. That's and that's his that's his thing. Like that's the main thing that's why he's ruler of Right. Uh, because he has the ability to he has a foresight that none of the other previous kings had. And that's the thing. That but if he didn't is, but if he didn't have that, he wouldn't be shit. Of course not. He's a guy in a wheelchair. He's just another guy in a wheelchair. That's it. But um, you know, it is what it is. So what was I about to say? Uh so can we can we can we can we throw Lord Jamar in the trash, please? I bet threw him in the trash. Like can I How does it get how does it keep coming out of my dumpster fire? <laughs> like, I'm sick of this nigga dog. God. I'm fucking sick of this nigga. He is nothing the the last thing I heard from Lord Jamar is uh, when they were talking about uh, Lil Nas X and how everybody's trying to blackball him because of the whole Wrangler thing in the Old Town Road. And he's pretty much comparing him to um, 
Post Malone. Like that was a uh, this. Because him, him and Vlad was talking about it. Well, him and Vlad always talking about something stupid. Um, But no, my issue with him is I guess he came on again talking about Eminem again. Again. And he complained. He said, niggas don't, niggas I know don't listen to him. Nobody likes him. First off, sir. <laughs> you don't know enough niggas. You, you right. You got to expand, my nigga. You just like everybody he out here that don't. He compares him to Elvis. Come on, Which dog. is bullshit because that, M actually is of the culture. He came up in the culture. Right. He, like, he's a fan of the culture. He didn't just, like... He didn't just walk into it like Elvis. He, didn't, he wasn't a rock kid, and he said, Oh, I like hip-hop. I'm going to start doing that shit. He wasn't like Kid Rock. Shit, he wasn't like the Beastie Boys. No, not at all. Not right. at all. Like, because I don't him bashing them. They were rocker kids that became rappers. Right. And they still can go. They can still go. Like, so... Minus MCA. Like, he just... R.P. MCA. He just... He's fucking... Stupid. Yeah, I, I really, and it's crazy because "Don't Let It Go to Your Head" is one of my favorite songs of all time. Oh, bro, I love his verse on that song, and now I hate him. And it's crazy I used to have that CD too. Now that you mention it, don't let it go to your head. Uh, I used I used to bang Foundation like "Don't Let It Go to Your Head." Daily, no, 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 no. like. I used to bang. Heard you singing on the battle of the beats. So one five nights. I bet you had the time of your life. Oh god. Working so hard that we're hard. We all school like that. Accept it. <laughs> like it's just it's so frustrating. Like when some of your old people, like older artists, are just haters for no fucking for no reason. reason. No reason. No reason at all. Really. The greatest MCs of all time recognize that M is one of the greatest MCs of all time. Except for niggas Lord like Rakim and other cats recognize that you the only one. Nigga, you wouldn't even be considered even close to being a great MC like that. Not really. You like you wasn't even the fourth best nigga in your group. Grand Pooba. Grand Pooba Sadat, Sadat X. X. DJ Alamo, Lord Jamar. Like yeah, and that's and that's in that's the hierarchy actually. Yeah, like <laughs> nobody, nobody. Puba, Sadat, Alamo, and Jamar. It, it goes like in that was, order. Nobody was like checking for you, nigga. Mm-hmm. You just happened to be coupled with some great niggas. It still wasn't enough, right? Like nigga, no. So you being a fucking aficionado or a judgment on what's what's hip hop enough is hilarious and it's fucking laughable. Then too, it 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 doesn't help that he's talking with Vlad over it. Right, and Vlad is a fucking ass. He's a fucking um, like, come on. He's son. a fucking culture vulture. Like this, Fuck this Vlad. is the same guy that's been interviewing Daylight for how long now? For how many years? Vlad see, is trash. See, him and Daylight is like two peas in the pot. Matter of fact, if you add uh, Vlad, Daylight, and Lord Jamar, that's a whole ass pea. Vlad is trash. Lord Jamar is trash. DJ Vlad is trash. Both of them punk ass bitches. How about that? All right. Can we so, call them all back in my dumpster music, fire, please? Music. Music. New music. New music. So, I'm going to talk about two albums recently. Oh, first of all, um, unexpectedly, it's kind of, it was cool. Um, apparently, uh, Jordan Lucas and Logic Watch They Belief. Oh, you ain't know? No. They have a song together and everything. Nigga, where you been up? I've been busy. 
Nigga, where you been, dog? I've, I've, I've been busy trying not to go broke next week. Video and everything. Hmm. Well, I'll be. I've been too busy trying to um, chase down the Beast Coast album. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or better known as ADHD, is a mental disorder that affects an individual's ability to focus, causing them to move around more frequently. They may also have trouble controlling their impulsive behaviors. One time for them praying on my downfall. Two times for the homies in the childhood. Three times for them hoes on the wasn't they just beefing like a couple days ago? All right, a few months ago. So, so uh, okay. Um, apparently, Logic references it, and it's part of his verse. Apparently, Royce got them together. Because mm. Royce is cool with both of them, mm -hmm. so Royce kind of got them in the room and got them to squash that shit. So, mm -hmm. shout out, shout out to Royce. Shout out to Royce. Shout out so, to yeah, Royce, Royce for being the mediator, man. Shout out to Royce. Royce, uh, yeah, Royce hooked it up. <laughs> and it's, it's crazy how it's crazy out of all people, Royce put this together. Knowing, knowing his career. Yeah, but Royce is a different guy now. I mean, yes, I know, I know, cool I know. He's a different he also guy. like this shit wasn't really anything serious. Like, it was, it wasn't no I mean, real shit, like no real street shit or nothing like that. It was just, it was a lot was, of misunderstanding shit. Yeah. Um, all it does is it, it comes down to communication. The funny part about it though is, um, the same day this shit dropped. Um, this nigga Tech Nine come out with an interview he did with somebody where he's talking about how Elijah just couldn't hang with. Oh know, yeah, so. now and that I did see. That interview dropped the same day as this video. Mm-hmm. That like, I did see. The timing, really, nigga. They knew what they was doing or trying to do at least. But no, they both they both got off on this this record though. Um, I'll check that out after the record. Yeah. So, but no, but music. So DJ Khaled dropped a new album. Yeah. And like 50 videos the next day. Yeah, I saw the nigga, promo he did for that. Like, he dropped, dropped a video for every This nigga day. dropped a video for every fucking thing. Um, I like the Nipsey record. Yeah, the Nipsey record is hot. I like the Meek record. I don't... Yes, the Meek record. Actually, I saw... I like the, I like the um, Cardi record. I saw I saw the SNL uh, performance with the Meek uh, record. I like the... I named that... I like the Cardi record. Cardi went in. I don't really like 21 like that, but the heart the song go hard. 21 has his moments. He does. Um, but Cardi, Cardi went, went in on her, um, her verse. Um, I actually like the Scissor record, but a lot of people don't mm. because it's a sample of Miss Jackson. Yeah, that's the one thing I don't like. That is, that, but if you get their praise, I can't really, I can't. I mean, it's cool if they, if if Dre and Big Boy cool with it, cool. Me personally. He's been doing this shit for how many records twice. now? He did it twice. Yeah. So he did it with uh, Wild Thoughts, and then he did it with the Sizzle he's record. Two times, I, yeah. He's not the producer. I know he's not. He the, didn't make the fucking I know song. He's, I know he's just the A&R. Like, I mean, he's not the He didn't make I, the I know, song. Well, I mean, I, well let, me, let me take that back. He's not the beat maker. Right. He's not. He's the producer. He's right. not the beat maker. Right. So I, I can't really be mad at him if he didn't. I mean, he didn't make the fucking beat. I, I know. It's just. Uh, but no. Um, it just don't sound so right. So Kelly's album, I like maybe half of it. And so it's, uh, it's it's cool. Some of the songs were songs that we heard like a year ago. Like the, the Jay-Z and Beyonce song, Top Off, was on there. And mm. then um, the song, the other song he dropped with Quavo, Chance, and um, Justin Bieber, like last year, that shit's on there. 
Um, so you're saying this is a um, this is a Grateful 2.0? Well, no, it's just two songs that just were they were dropped. Like Lucy's last year, he put them on there, like on the end of the album. Ah. Uh, um, but it's a couple songs on there I like. But the best album that came out that week is Tyler's. Yes, Tyler's Tyler, Igor. Igor is an amazing no. fucking album. I, I saw the live performance of Igor entirely. Man, I'm I'm trying to debate when we go to that concert. Are you coming here? Yeah, no. I'm, I think August. Yeah, August. Uh, something, something. But yeah, I, I, I like he killed that. That album is incredible. And the crazy thing about Tyler's album is they all, none of them sound the same. No, they're totally it's, it's all their progression. All, they're all different fucking albums. Yeah. He produced. He wrote. He arranged everything on his fucking album. But this, it's the same shit he's been doing since Bastard. But it's just crazy because his, his growth as an artist. Because it was easy to, for people to dismiss him early on because, because of, his, of the content. Because of the content, yeah. Because of the content. You could just dismiss him as, oh, he's this crazy kid. He's saying whatever the fuck he wants. And people could have, could dismiss his talent because of that. Mm-hmm. Now, these last three albums, Wolf, Wolf, Wolf's, and then um, Flower Boy. And then Igor. And then Igor. <sighs> like, he, he got the number one album in the country off of it. Yeah. Which apparently Khaled's mad about. Khaled, Khaled's sick right now. Khaled is he, he Khaled posted is a video. Sick right he now. made a video with the comments of I make album for people to come and just play. I don't pay that weird shit or something like that. Um, to the effect of and uh, we all kind of knew what he was trying to say. Yeah. But he's just mad he ain't number one. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I guess they didn't want to. Sorry, buddy. Also, apparently Tyler sold out Madison Square Garden. Mm. That's a big look. Another one. That's a big look. That's a huge look. For a kid that, you know, we and all he's, knew. And he's just in the, what, mid-20s, early 20s, right? He's 27, 28 now. It's been that long. Wow. Wow. That's what I'm saying. It's been that long. Wow. And I've been a Tyler fan forever, so... For me to, you know, for me to slip up like that, that's that's wild to me. That's wild. And he's not even 30. That's the crazy thing. He's 28. Bro. He's born 91, so he'll be... He'll be 29 next year. Mm. Just to see how far he's come since MySpace. Just to see how far he's come since what the OF tape one, like just and just and I was um think, like just thinking about all the people whose whose career is launched off of him. Mm-hmm. Casey Veggie, Casey Veggie's Domo Genesis, Vince Staples, Vince Staples, the internet, the internet has been um the internet's course, been fucking crazy. Of course, um, what's this? Frank Ocean, yes. Um, and then shoot, um, Jasper about to get his own show on um, um, on Vice. On Vice, yeah, I've watched. I watched the, uh, the like nuts and bolts show. Just is just crazy. All the oh, Earl Sweatshirt still out here doing shit. Yes, Earl is back making music now. Like it's just crazy. Like the amount, like his tree is ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's for dumb. him to only be twenty eight years old. Like that's fucking his, crazy. His, his connection is just outrageous. That's fucking crazy. So, and then to um, have people like Kanye and Wayne and Pharrell, and Pharrell like respect and, him and like stamp him like no. And Charlie Wilson, 
He has Charlie Wilson on a couple of his songs. He said, um, he, was, he posted something. He's like, I, I produce, blah, blah, blah. And he, after he's number one, he's like, I, I dare anybody to actually um, let me produce their project now. Because like, I guess that's the other thing. I'm surprised nobody's gotten to produce their shit yet. Like, they need to now. Well, I think, well I that's think because now, everybody's been dismissing them. But I think now with these two albums, he just had number one. He won a Grammy for the other one. Mm. Or he, he, oh, he was nominated for the He Grammy. was nominated for He'll probably uh, win for this one. He might win for this one. I'm, I'm sure of it. Because I don't know what else is coming out this year. But right now, he is. He probably has the best album that's come out this year so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, like, if he went, like, but I think... Now I think people need to really start recognizing him as a producer because the kid is fucking amazing. Absolutely, he's talented as shit. He's gotten a lot better as an artist, as a rapper, as just as a artist, writer, as a writer, and just just general. Um, his production quality has improved um, every time because he's always tinkering with different chords and different shits. And just the way he's grown as an artist, and it's been dope to watch this entire progression. It was the same thing I had with Mike Mac Miller, mm-hmm. just watching his growth from, you know. The, the frat rap kid on Blue Slide Park and kids and shit like that. To making to, records like Nerdy Love Scene and the Velvet Revival. Right. Just seeing where he grew to, um, you know, like making songs like Dang and like just how he grew as an artist and shit. And like to where swimming was really just fucking amazing yeah um yeah. so it's just it's just you know it's just dope to see i love to see that progression in artists and how they how they've grown and you know how they continue to program and recreate themselves and and his and business his business mind is actually pretty right pretty good thing. like he started that of shit was his thing and he created that monster yeah. look at him now he's literally getting rich off of socks and cap floating on doing all these shows on vice right hanging out with action bronson and alchemist and like he's just doing like and, he's out here and ASAP he's and cool ASAP. ASAP are close and doing shit together I'm so. still I'm still waiting on that Wayne Sap album um, I'm still waiting on that but yeah that shit was um, that shit's dope it's a dope album if you haven't heard it please check it out um, if you're into live performances, uh, look up the Igor live performance. I, I forget if it was uh, YouTube exclusive or something like that. But he he literally just performed the whole album in the top to bottom. I said I'm thinking I'm still I'm 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 I'm, I'm largely considering going to that concert um, when he comes here. Um, but yeah, he's definitely. If, if I don't are, if I don't go see Tiger, I might go see Flying Otis this year. Um, Flying Otis Flying Otis came out with some new shit. Yeah, I have the album. Of course you do. Of course I do. I have everything. I gotta check out Jim Jones' new album. I have Jim Jones' new album. Because he did it with Heat Makers. With Heat Makers, yes. And I've heard good things. Yes, yes. I've heard good things about it because it gives you that old dipset. That old dipset, yes. See, you know. You know. Nigga. You know. Nigga. You one of the only people who red CD, nigga. Come on, dog. Like, nigga. look, you one of the only few people that actually can appreciate the whole Dipset era, like I can. Yeah, I didn't because I mean, I, like you one, you you one I'm, of the I'm very few York, people that was, I'm like I'm a like hip hop fan, like, so. right? And, and it, you're a New York connoisseur. And I, I was initially like a. I probably didn't like Cam later on as far as his rap style later on in his career, but the Dipset in general, it was dope. Right, the movie and was that's crazy. That's the crazy part about Jim is Jim wasn't a rapper. Right. He, he was I, just, I remember Jimmy was just Jimmy on right, Cam's he, album. He was just his boy. He was just that dude. Right, he was, just, he was just along the line of Freaky Zeke and just talking shit on the record. And then the only song he was ever on was him, me, Jimmy, and my mom or some shit when he like Cam's mom and Jimmy was on a song together. Yeah. And that was the only time. I, for him to come from that to where he is now... 
pretty dope. That's dope. That's um, dope. Once having Jim Jones, man. Once having for sure. Jim Jones. Um, but yeah, it's the come up. I gotta is crazy. check that. Um, I gotta check that album out. Yeah, El Chapo. Um, El Capo. Oh, it's El Capo. He calls himself Capo. Okay. So, you know, El so Capo. El Capo. It's a play on El Chapo, of course. Of course. Of course. Um, but I, I gotta, I gotta check that album out. Um, it's a few other, and I'm just kind of. I'm getting into my uh, figuring out different stuff, um, different um, albums that I want to. American Stallion's um, mixtape is actually pretty dope. Hmm. Hmm. Um, it's actually pretty dope. I actually went back and uh, re-downloaded Rihanna and the Anti album because I had it before, then I lost it. But I actually slept on that um, Good Night Gotham track. It's actually pretty dope. Like I actually wrote something to. Honestly, this. Her, her her one of my favorite, my favorite songs by Rihanna, and just because probably because the beat was so fucking crazy. Yeah. Rockstar is my shit. Yeah, Rockstar is that the shit, shit is hard as hell. Like like bro, like a lot of a lot of things on Rihanna, I've slept on. But Anti has been one of my favorite albums Susan? by her. Oh, I. But yeah, I. Yeah, she she's definitely and oh oh yeah. Speaking of Rihanna, congrats to Rihanna. Yes, first um, billionaire lady. No, the richest, the richest, uh, female, richest artist female artist in, in the yeah, world. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's worth over three hundred something million dollars or some shit. Get your money. Get like, your money. Like, where the album, like nigga, here. Here's here's some more makeup. Here's some more lingerie. Y'all go ahead with that shit. But, but with the album, though, here here's some more faces. Oh, my speaker's going bad. <laughs> but no, that song is just dope. No, yeah, Rockstar is one of is a classic. Rockstar yeah. is a classic. Um, another dope album. Um, uh, SP uh, Styles dropped a new project. It was pretty dope. It's mm. called SP the Goat. Um, Ghost of All Time. Mm-hmm. Ari Lennox album was dope. Um, and I'm not I'm not a huge um you know. PNB rock fan, but PNB actually had a pretty dope project. Hmm. He's one of the newer kids. He's uh, close to um, a boogie with the hoodie, but he's a head dope project. Hmm. Um, I'm still rocking Khaled's project, not not DJ Khaled, like Khalid, Khalid. The, the singer. Khalid. Um, Reason from TDE had a dope project. I saw something about that. It's called recently. There You Have It. Yeah. It's dope. He's, he's dope. Yeah, a lot he's of He's lot one of the newer signings from nigga. He's dope. He dope. Yeah. Um, but no, like it's it's a lot of music coming out, a lot of new music about to come out. Um Drake and um Chris Brown dropped a single together and yep. that shit's actually go. Yeah. That's probably gonna be one of them songs of the summer. <laughs> that shit go hard. Mm-hmm. Um all the chicks gonna be um playing that shit also. Yeah, that's that's about to be that's an Instagram be hit for Every real. party, every fucking trip to Miami. Every Instagram video. Every last one of them. So every um, graduation video. <laughs> <I'm> stupid. <laughs> um 
he has a lot of good music coming out. Um, and we're still early on in the year. We still haven't really hit the, the meat of the summer yet. So I'm right, sure we, we got some shit. Today. We got really got some shit coming out. Um, people still waiting on Rihanna's. Um, I'm, I'm, people are assuming it's still coming out this you, year because she said it was, but we don't know. You may or she may said not. She said 2019. She might wait till the last day of 2019. But here you go. Here you go. Here's um, a, here's some money I made. Off know my whenever she do that shit, I'm ready for it. Right. Um. But it says it's gonna be reggae album, which is ooh. Okay. Oh, so she going back to uh, Good Girl Gone Bad? Yeah. If she make a reggae album, I need to go to oh, the yeah. Fine Jamaican Club. Nigga. She that shit go off. Nigga. It's gonna be back in the day, like when Sean Paul was hiding it up. Yes. Nigga. <laughs> shit. Stop making on the damn furnace. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody get those. Stop picking on the damn furnace. But um, yes, yeah, I love the like got a great music. Um, pickle, pickle. Logic's album was okay. It's not his best album. A lot of people said that. It's not his best album. Um, Crash Talk was eh. Schoolboy Q's album was eh. Megan Stallion's album was actually pretty good. Huh. I mean, she has her. She talks what she's talking about, but she can actually rap. Like she might not rap about the subject matter. It's not it, the subject matter may not be for me or whatever. But she actually got she. But it's what if Q-Tip is co-signing you? I gotta get. I gotta get you. Oh uh, well. <laughs> like if Q Tip is co-signing you and like like it looks like, like it looks at you like his little like niece or like like a he's a mentor to you, it means something. I can't really like can't really hate I can't him. just dismiss you. Can't really hate him just because I may not necessarily the subject matter may not necessarily be for me all the time. So that's her name, Meg the Stallion. Meg the Megan the Stallion. It's Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion. She's sexy as hell, but I don't really care about that. But as far as bars, like she she can spit. Matter of fact, I think she did sway recently. I've been seeing I've been seeing her name around in the last couple of days. I just just missed it. Like, oh, okay, another uh, another rapper, huh? Okay, cool. All right, let's see what she did because I don't remember. Five fingers of death. No, she just did a freestyle. Uh-oh. All her projects have to be mm-hmm. if she got bars. Bars, son. <laughs> let's see. She got a skill set, HB. Let's see. I listen to the patterns. I listen to the melodies. I listen to the wordplay. She got vocabulary. Vocab. It makes sense. You have just now entered the Valley of the Hyenas, Megan the Stallion. Okay. <laughs> you know what we do up here, right? Yep. You familiar with the show? Yep. Let me get a piece of paper and get this gum out of my mouth. Get that gum ah, out of your mouth. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Get it. I like that. Shit. <laughs> Not this one? Oh, damn. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. Shit. People being picky about papers. <laughs> Can I hold your gum? Can you hold? I could have held that for you, Meg, if you wanted me to. All right. Cool. Megan Thee Stallion, Sway in the Morning, Shade 4 5, True MC, DJ Wonder. Drop that beat on her. Uh. Home of the hyenas. Mm. Houston, stand up. Texas, stand up. Hey. Hey. First of all, I ain't sorry for a motherfucking thing. Standing ten toes hard down on anything I say. And I got these bitches mad at me because they know I'm hot. And I got you haters sick because I'm everything you're not. Okay, she's shaking that ass, so she must be a hoe. Okay, well, get on the block and show me how it go. When you really got to eat, you ain't really been to sleep. And you ain't never really need a nigga to put you on your feet. It's really surprising what I'm bringing out of you niggas. Talking gangster to a bitch behind the mind of the nigga. Because if you really know me, you know that I'm really legit. I put money in everybody pocket that I be with. And I don't need that sentimental shit I don't need a hug Every time I put my hands together God show me love And just know That after every show I got a roll I mean dope The type of money Where you happy alone And I'm like <laughs> yes. You wanna keep flowing? Keep flowing. You wanna keep flowing? Keep flowing 
She's done better than that. I mean, she she rolled. Like she rolled. She like she I rolled said, but she got she's done. Like that's not even her best. Like she's done even better than that freestyle wise. But but she she got she got she can go. Um, hmm. but no, yeah, she's dope though. Um, she's definitely next up as far as like female rappers right now. And there's a couple of them. You got like Tierra Whack is dope. Rico Nasty is dope. Yeah, I heard Tierra Whack. Um, she dope. Rico Nasty and um, what's her name? Got a song together. Um, Doja Cat. Oh yeah, that love that song, and I don't know why. The video comes around. I love that fucking. I'll tell you why you love it. It's the damn video. (laughs) Well, no, just hearing the song, I was asleep when I heard it. That's all it takes. Song, and then I finally saw the video. Yeah. Saw so much, but it's so fucking dope though. Because is is I'll tell you why. Because it's lighthearted, <laughs> and it's Doja Cat. Doja Cat is kind of cute. So, she is. She is. She is fine. See, she finds it. But this is it's creative as shit. But it's just so fucking catchy. I love that fucking song. And it's, and it's crazy how Doja Cat can produce her ass off too. I don't know if many people know that, but Doja Cat can make her own shit. I, I actually saw an Instagram live. Uh, recently where she was just in the middle of a session and I think she was making she sampled Mario I don't know if she Mario uh, sampled Mario Land or Mario World or something but it was clearly a Mario uh, sample she she rocked that shit it came out nice and let me say look we're in an era of women are doing all kinds of shit I'm, and I'm all for the influx of new women rappers and artists cause it's like there was such a, um, a a space for um, them that we were missing for a long time. Mm-hmm. We only had one, and thankfully now we have more. We, we have many. It. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it because they are here showing these niggas and nah, nigga, we, and the, the, and a lot of dudes, like I said, a lot of dudes don't like the fact that these women are owning their own sexuality and they they tell their niggas, well, look, you do this, nigga. I don't like that shit or whatever. And dudes don't like that shit, but y'all just fucking man the fuck up, dog. Like women They got the right To say what the fuck Talk they shit too Just like y'all niggas Niggas been talking They shit for years Men are fragile as hell Like y'all can't whine Cause women talking They shit now Y'all niggas been talking Y'all shit since the beginning Of the time Now women get to talk That shit y'all can't Handle it all Shut the fuck up Man the fuck up but With that being said I'm gonna leave it there Um I think that's the Positive last note That's a positive <laughs> note Funny. And my last message For you motherfucking niggas oh, Man the fuck up Well why you over there Why you over there Uh Getting the getting the positive point across. Uh, you know I got a plug. This nigga about the plug shit. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Hey, listen. If I don't do my own promo, how else do I tell people to get Visual Crack three one three? That's this nigga. Um, he's a designer. He does dope shit. FearlessRebelMore.com. Clothes and shit. And we got a new project from Sage known as So Far So Good. It has just dropped today. Uh, new it. music. New music. I think Sage. We, I think we put it on the website. Not the spice. Make sure you put the dots in between. Abbreviations. Abbreviations. Acronyms. Uh, what does it stand for? Well, if I told you that. <laughs> Fuck this nigga, dog. <laughs> All right. It's, it's a concept behind it I can't really reveal. All right, nigga. Whatever. I'm going to get this answer. Um. <laughs> all right, nigga. You might get it off record. So whatever the case may be, that's all I got. I ain't got shit to promo. Of course. But me, nigga. Y'all love me. 
I'm me, nigga. What's my your, shit. What's your Instagram? Say she won't. Say it's shit. This on the fuck it. Oh, y'all can follow me. The real, at the real Will K T H A motherfucker. Um, you can follow the podcast and uh, download the King podcast on IG DWTK Pod on in, on Twitter. Um, we are also on Facebook at Down the King Podcast. Um, fuck bitches get money. Um, two A Media Gang. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, whatever the case may be, I'm out. Till next time, we're gonna try to make this shit more consistent. If this nigga Chris will be around with his old punk ass. Um, married life, married life. I, I know, married life. I hate you. We actually just didn't get. I didn't get permission slip from his um wife to go to my dog. We all fight. All right, but uh, <laughs> with that fight. being said, we're gonna holler. We're gonna holler at you niggas. Uh, until then, side now, bitches.